Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Yeah. Hey, up? here we go. Black 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 Back for another installment of Silver Screen Breakdowns on a Friday night. I'm Alex. I go by the Fantasy Football Hustler. Nelson Times. I go by Nelson Times. Find me on YouTube, Instagram. Yep. I am Bogart Schwarzenegger. Come with me if you want to live. Oh, it's a little dark in here now. Bam. There we go. There it is. Let there be light. Yes. Hey, Noble. Hey, Jesus was black, bro. Yeah, bronze skin, uh, hair like oh, sheep's wool or white. something, right? He went white. Tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> man, we got a we got an oldie but a goodie here. Oh man! So I've never You're seen older this. than me, bud. I am older than me too. I've never seen this movie before. Deer Hunter, taking it all the way back to 1979. I've heard about this movie like in other movies. It's referenced a lot. Won a lot of awards, Academy Awards, and others back in 1978 for this movie. Nelson's the one. Nelson's the one who picked it. And uh, Nelson, what's the connection? Yeah, blame me, huh? Oh, oh, hey, it was good. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad you recommended it. Yeah, Yeah, it was good. Oh, would you want me to set it up? uh, Yeah, well, go ahead. Give the uh, give your connection with it and and why you chose it, and then we'll get into a little bit. Yeah, actually, a close friend of mine's brother recommended. Actually, no, he didn't recommend it, but I watched it with him. And he's, you know, he lives in LA with the AFI, does lighting and camera and stuff. So he's he's a movie critic buff type of dude too, right? So he told yeah. me. So we watched this film. And that's where it's okay. When he recommends films, they're usually pretty good. There are usually some type of deepness to them, you know. Whether you like them or not, it's two different things, but he he's up on his stuff. This film is a classic. It's got a mixture of, you know, social friendships with going to war, pretty much. And more, it's more of a psychological thing. I think, oh, you mentioned Apocalypse before. That's, that was like a psychological thriller as far as the war goes. I haven't seen that one. What and then Full Metal Jacket, I think, yeah, too. More so than it being just like a war film. film, like, you know, Saving Private Ryan. And war. I think Platoon yeah. was more, yeah, those are more action. Yeah. Um, we're not so like much the, psychology. This one yeah, is pretty the much war. the first hour. There's really not much talk about the wars. It's about them hanging out. And it's called the deer hunter. You don't see them hunting that much either, really. And then they, it's also something that keeps it together, though, right? Like they have these little traditions, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, it's, it's, you know, it's in Pennsylvania. I think Carlton is the name of the town. Right? Clareton or Clareton yeah. outside of Pittsburgh somewhere. Yeah. You know, before that, I thought it was just a, an allergy medicine. Town? I ain't going to lie to you. What's that? I thought it was just an allergy medicine. I think it was actually a place before I watched it. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think Claire- it's an actual place, actually, right? Yeah, Claire- Claritin, Pennsylvania, Claritin? apparently. That's where it and, came um, from, right? So, yeah, so Nobody has small... allergies there anymore. What's that? Nobody has allergies there anymore. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's, a, it's set in a small <laughs> town, a small steel town, Pennsylvania. So everybody kind of knows everybody. So you got six friends, and they're they're hunters, and they have the they drink, 
at the pub. They got, yeah, you know, yeah. either work at the mine or they work at a grocery store. Sing. I really dug how they sing. They do like a lot of dancing and festivities. Oh, yeah. and I guess they're, I think they're Catholic, right? The church goer. Yeah. Or, they're sinners. Real blue collar. Drinkers. And that's what I got. Real blue collar type of guys. Yeah, blue. Yeah, total blue collar. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's Pittsburgh. So you got De Niro's the lead. You know, he's the first on the credits before Mike. the name of the film, even, Mike. I think. So it's Robert De Niro. He's kind of, I would say, you know, they talk about alpha males, beta males, and ome not omega, but delta. We call those sigma males. They're kind of like loner oh, dudes, but they kind of have alpha qualities. So he's like that. He, so he kind of leads the pack. And then his right hand man, you'd say, is Christopher Watkins' character. Yeah. Even uh, Michael. No, no, sorry. Nick. Nicky. Yeah. Nick. And then oh, Michael's yeah, De Niro's. And then De Niro doesn't really. Yeah, he hangs with the other guys, but he doesn't really get the other guys, but he's kind of with them by proxy, I guess. Because <laughs> he was telling them how he, he, he likes to hunt with uh, Watkins' character, but he doesn't really like hunting with the other guys. And the other yeah. guys, and you got two big guys, right? And they're always the, the jovial dudes kind of joking around. And then you got kind of, oh, yeah, then the one guy, he goes to war with them, Steven, right? Yeah, he goes to war with them. He gets messed up, and then you have another. Yeah, then the sixth guy is a guy that's kind of like a bit of an outcast. So if you compare them to the league, almost, who would you say that the sixth nerdy dude is like Andre? Or is he Andre? So who is it? Is it? I mean, Stanley, I guess, kind of seemed like it. I mean, De Niro wanted to bust his chops a lot. Yeah, that guy. That's like an Andre, right? You never bring your boots out here. You never bring your gloves. But a guy wants to carry his gun like he's John Wayne or something. Exactly. So you got. So there were some synonymous things with with current day films as opposed to what this was too, right? Yeah. Even when you came out, what was I was watching it? I thought of yes. If you watch Saving Private Ryan, right? Yeah. There's a part in there, you know, when they're kind of waiting to, to find them, kind of, kind of near the end, but before the sniper, they're listening to the music. Uh huh. That kind of brings them together just for a moment there. Yeah. Yeah. I, and then in this film, I'm kind of skipping ahead, but there's a time right before at the end of act one, the, the, the big guy, he's playing the piano. Remember that? Yeah. Yep. And, and that's then the, the, the next scene is when they're, they're, they're going to war like a platoon. Which one was Meryl Streak's husband? Or the one oh, that yeah, Meryl Streak. No, well, she never married oh, either she never, of them. But, who was the one she was but with? She was with Christopher Walken, but That's then the Nero, you know, he was kind of an outcast, but he was hitting on all of them. Yeah. I mean, right? he's that man. He's that man. He was very dynamic. See, I was a little weird, too, because, yeah, she, like, wanted to be with Nikki, but was it Nikki didn't want to be with her? I don't really understand. I mean, there's a lot. It's well, like Nick proposed to her, but I think it's because you're trying to save her from him. Because he was about to go to the war. Right. Yeah, and he was about yeah. to go to war, too. Yeah, yeah. I th and I thought that's why he really asked, because they were Yeah, I mean, like, just in case I die out there. But also, <laughs> too, like, his outlook on shit wasn't bleak, like, until he got there and realized, like, oh, shit, this is some shit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's yeah. real joyful and real, like, full of life and shit, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you have some jealousies a little bit playing on within amongst the crowd with their women. And the one guy's getting married and they can't believe that they're getting married, that he's getting married. That one character. I don't remember. Yeah, what was he? Oh, he is Michael. Stan yeah, so was Michael or Steven. Steven was, okay. I keep getting them confused. Yeah. Yeah, so he got married. And that's mm -hmm. where they all, you know, Meryl Streep's character is kind of hitting on De Niro or eyeing him, but she's with Nick. Yeah. And then it kind of, so you have some of that. And then you, 
Yeah, so you have a lot of, you know, just kind of introductions to the dynamic of how the group interacts. And, it's, you know, it's there's some similarities to the league, but not totally, but there's right. some things we have a group of guys that kind of break down their personalities. I really felt Different. like all the first scenes lasted like way too long. Like even from, I mean, they were building up, you know, the friendship and kind of everything, like pretty much their lives are all intertwined from working to friendship, you know, to every relationship that they have in their life is all based around, you know, this group, this core group of peeps. And yeah, I mean, it starts off with them showing the, you know, the plant and everything and just what they're doing inside the plant. And I'm sure, I mean, steel plant, I'm sure being around Pittsburgh and just really showing that off. Everybody knows they're about to go hunting and that's kind of what they're talking about. Oh, get one for me out there. You know, so that's something that they all must do and talk about on a normal basis is the deer hunting. And yeah, I mean, we kind of just, it's kind of just slowly introducing us to the characters. I felt like the wedding just kind of dragged on a little bit. I didn't need to see like the full wedding ceremony to understand that you know, you know, yeah, they're all best friends. They're all a wedding party. You know, I felt like they just, they didn't want to waste any film, I guess. Because <laughs> they filmed Yeah, I mean, the intro was, was quite long. It was like, I think a little over an hour or something. Seemed like it. And then it's the wedding and then the after party. And the after party, I mean, shit, it seemed like they showed the whole after party there. We saw so much of it. Yeah, I mean, it was establishing what was going on with, with the dynamic. But yeah, you got a, an earful. Yeah, the part that I found very interesting. So no matter what, if it's a movie and there's a party, there's got to be some kind of conflict or some kind of fight. So this one, so Stan, he, it, it's crazy. So Stan in, uh, the guy who was playing Stan in the movie, John Kazali. So he actually had terminal cancer. He couldn't even get insured to do the movie, but Robert De Niro, out of his salary, paid the insurance so he could film the movie with them and i guess he passed away like pretty much right after they wrapped but like every scene that he was in they did they had first on the docket just because of just him being oh wow i didn't know that yeah he's he's one that that played steven right stanley stan oh stanley the guy that that was bugging about the the boots and stuff yeah and so it was him when they, they got into a fight it was i don't know if it was his wife or it was just his lady but it was who I don't even remember who was the one who was like grabbing all on her ass. And although, uh, yeah, he was the meat cutter, and then he was the yeah. MC, oh, butcher dude. yeah, the, the yeah. butcher dude, yeah, and yeah. big fat dudes laughing at him. Oh, hey, <laughs> grabbing oh, all on her, chick. <laughs> gonna do something about it. <laughs> Goes up, and I thought he was gonna pistol whip the dude, he pistol whips the chick. Like, what? what? I know, <laughs> I was not expecting that. that. You know, it's just times where it's always the woman's fault, right? You don't embarrass me. Yeah. Yo, I mean, back in yeah. those days, I'm even like before that, me. there were there was a lot of slapping chicks, blaming blaming them for for the problems. Yeah. You remember Sean Connery? Sometimes you have to slap a woman. <laughs> I have to that. <laughs> he got shit for that. <laughs> Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> you have to give a good smack. <laughs> Go ahead, continue. And so at the party, I mean, that's when you that that's when you're getting more inkling, uh, more inklings of them like actually going to war. They actually talk about it, and then they're like, "Hey, Mike, come over here. Mike's going to war, you know, with them." And let's give them all a round of applause. And then they go out to I don't know, just whatever bars right outside of the hall. And then this was the part that was a little, you know, this was the cause to pause for me. They see the dude in uniform, 
you know, they try to get him the drink and everything. And the dude's just like tripping, like not paying attention to him. Don't know if he's ignoring him on purpose or what the hell's going on. And then pretty much just see he's he's a 5150. He's all fucked up from the war. And they're asking him, like, what's it like over there? Like they just want which war? Oh, yeah, because he and this is from the Vietnam War, right? Yeah, he's the prior war. I I remember the character. I'm I'm assuming. Yeah, I'm assuming he was at Vietnam and came yeah. back for something, and who the hell knows? Yeah, because yeah, when was the draft historically? When did they do the draft? I know the, I it think was it like, was. Oh, is that even no? Don't even know. I think it was like yeah. the mid to late sixties, though. Yeah, okay. so I mean, the whole war was sixty-four to seventy-three. It said so. It had to be yeah. somewhat in the beginning, right? Oh, the lottery of nineteen sixty-nine. There you go. I was gonna say because there there was a whole culture. It was like, you know, the hippie free love and no, and you know, down with the war and, you know I mean? And then Woodstock, it was all there because there was, it correlated with the draft. That's why I was trying to, uh, yeah. yeah, go ahead. Continue. And seeing that's all that he could say, they're asking him, you know, oh, what's it like over there and all this. And they're like trying to get excited about it. Cause I mean, it's just, I just, because those poor souls don't know what they're in for. <laughs> yeah. I thought he walked in there like he knew someone, but he didn't know anybody. No. And all he could say was, fuck it, just like Joe said. Just, that, that was it. That's all he said. Fuck it. How? What's it like over there? Fuck, fuck it. it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he was definitely... I mean, uh, he didn't... It's, isn't that kind of ironic? Like, he didn't want to discourage them either. Hey, don't go there, man. You know, you don't want to see what I've seen, man. He's like, yeah, fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Makes you know to enough. it, though. Like, they let these motherfuckers go through what I went through. Let them learn the hard way. You know what I mean? I think that response is, would, you know, would scare me a little bit. Well, fuck everything. Like, what? But again, it is war. What do you expect, right? I mean, you know, and it was also an era where, you know, you're hardened, like period. If you're from, especially from, you're from like a blue collar town like that, where like hard working, you know, elbow grease, you know what I mean? Fucking honest working, fucking, you know, chip on the shoulder, you know what I mean? Small town, small mountain town. You know, they want to make something of themselves. They want to matter. You know, we're going, we got drafted. Skull. I mean, the only house that we like see of theirs, you know, their trailer living, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like they're living in some huge ass the trailer house. house beside the plant, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that was yeah. where uh, Mike and uh, Nikki were standing. Who knows if other guys were standing there besides that, but that seemed I like mean, the meetup spot for. And kind of assume this is like a family thing, you know, like I mean, their dad worked at the steel mill and they're fucking, you know what I mean? And they all grew up in the fucking little trailer thing. Like, that's what Did I. Do you guys want to live in, like in, uh, in a town like that? No, because I'm watching. I'm just like, man, I would not want to live there. <laughs> I mean, you know what's funny though? Is that if that's all you know, then that's all you know, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, this, the, you know, that's home, right? Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. I mean, to a certain extent, because there's always some people that want to get out, right? So they know something. Yeah, and make some, and like, be, you know, I'm going to be somebody, you know what I mean? This is what, that, that's for some of them, this war kind of gave them meaning, you know what I mean? Yeah, was it at not least, like, listen, initially. Maybe this is like the first time any of them are leaving their own city, you know, the city or whatever. And all. We're, we're about to go, you know, we're about to go protect the world. 
Yeah. <laughs> True. And well, uh, the country, at least, you know. Yeah, for sure. And so, yeah. And then I don't know what was up with the. So, if you guys remember at the very end of the, 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 what's it called? The after party or whatever. They had the little yeah. ritual where it was like the husband, the bride and groom were like drinking out of, it was like a cup with two heads kind of yeah. tin foil all on it. And it was like, if you do not drop a drop, you will That's have like one million years of good luck or whatever the hell they said. A lifetime. Lifetime. There you go. A lifetime. Of and if they drop a drop, bro, because man, multiple <laughs> drops dropped on her. You saw on the her white on wedding gown. Yeah. That was the forecasting of the ominous mood to come. Yeah, they were not too... Yeah, how did nobody notice? Nobody noticed, nobody said that. anything. It was... There's three drops like on her dress. Ass. It's like the asshole who wants to jump up and say something for them. If anyone has anything to say, these two shouldn't be wedged. What up, Chris? You, know you know that shit dripped on your... You know, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations! So one of the things, when I was doing a little bit of research on this movie, they said it went over budget, like, immediately. So I don't know what the original budget was, but it ended up finishing off with a $15 million budget in 1970. I mean, when were they filming? It's 77. That's like $100 uh, million now. I mean, that's a lot of bread. <laughs> that's a lot of bread. And they end up, the box office numbers end up being 49 mil. So over three times that as well, coming back. So you said it went up to 15 or it was originally 15? No. So they, I, I don't know what the original budget was, but it ended up reaching 15 million. And that was way I mean, over. I would imagine point. they have a budget of, I mean, okay, think about this. Is it the same studio that did The Godfathers? Because I know the same dude who edited this movie edited like the first two godfathers and he you know what i mean he it was universal okay so it was right i think so godfathers were godfathers yeah but i'm saying they used the same editor the same i forgot what else they use a lot they use a lot of hitters from the godfather regime you know whatever you want to call them whichever studio that worked with godfather they assigned they, they brought in the same dude to edit this one too you know what i mean yeah yeah, it's kind of good when you watch it. Like the way it's, but the, I just don't, I, my whole issue is the pacing. I, mean, I guess I'll say that for him. Go ahead. So now, after the whole wedding and the after party and everything, now they actually do go deer hunting. And I guess, I mean, we figure out later the deer hunter is pretty much Mike, you know, Robert De Niro. But I, you don't really know why it's called deer hunter, especially when what I've heard about it is about war. You know, so we see. Yeah, that I never different. really understood that either. But it's because it's him. I, I mean, he is like the focal point of the movie, so that's what I got from it. But then they actually go up the mountain. I mean, even just like to get up to the mountain. I mean, they show so much different things, and I forget which character it was who like has to get out to take a piss, and then they lock him out. And you know, one of the big guys, like, I think, they got the beard. Yeah, and they're just fucking with them. You know, like all right, come on, get in, and then they take off and. You know, just being like assholes and, you know, just guy stuff. That's what's funny as a fuck. I <laughs> and like, <laughs> it was funny because, like, they they did the joke so many times. It was like, how many times are they going to do this before they just <laughs> let him back they're in? Dying, like, they're dying, bro. They're like, we're going to keep doing this thing. <laughs> they're yoking the whip. Yeah, you would think it would get old, but uh, I guess not. No, 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 it doesn't get that old. That car, I think it looks like that car is like 20 years old, too. <laughs> 
so funny. And that joke, I mean, it really never gets old. I mean, of course it gets old for the person outside. You get but... in that car, you stay in that motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And so they get all the way to the top. It's funny. I mean, most guys, everyone except Mike is in still their, their tux from the last night. They all have their clothes and stuff that they're going to change into. But Mike's the only one who's like ready to go. Everyone else, you know, just fucking around a little bit. And then Mike starts messing with Stan because, oh, they, let, me, let me wear your boots. He goes, no. He was like, really? You're not going to let me wear your boots? He was like, what don't you understand? No means no. I wonder how many times he let him wear his boots, but the first time we see is not putting my foot down. It seemed like it was a, a lot, probably every year, right? <laughs> it sounded like. Had to be. Yeah, and, and then everyone starts hating on Mike. Really, you're just not going to let him wear the shoes? <laughs> and then Christopher Walken gives him his shoes anyways. Or whatever. Could you imagine walking through the woods with those shoes on? <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> not happening. It's not happening. And, then, and one of the other things that they said, just about the deer scene in general. So they actually shot that deer, and they said they, they pretty much hit it with a tranquilizer dart or something to like give it like to slow it down and like blocked its path to where it like couldn't go anywhere. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they had to do a lot of things to set up that scene to be able for it to go down. Yeah. But they didn't kill it. They just tra uh, tranquilized it. Yeah. They shot it with the tranquilizer gun. They had to do it. They did that <coughs> first as well. So they could get it to stay long enough. So they could actually shoot the, uh, shoot the scene. Yeah, because I was wondering how they shot that. I was like, man, that looks real. I guess what kind of was. Yeah, it was. But that's why it wasn't doing a lot of moving because they, they hit it with the tranquilizer dart first. I guess it was just like a low dose or something. But enough to where they could keep it kind of cornered in like a spot where they can actually shoot the footage. Wow, that's incredible, man. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. So a lot, I mean, you know, it's maybe things like that on why I made them over budget, you know, just things taking a lot longer than may have, may should have really, they didn't want to waste a lot of film though. Like they filmed a lot here, but I mean, one of the things that I heard is like a lot of things that they like, they, they just, they did not want to waste the film. A lot of things probably made it in that they didn't really think we're going to make it in originally. And everything was so good that they just, they couldn't cut it. Oh, that's why I was so freaking long. Yeah, so I'll also admit, there's some scenes that were, I'm like, man, they're long scenes, but they don't really need to be as long as they were. Right. I did didn't notice that too. Didn't necessarily, I mean, you know, like the uh, the wedding, for example. I mean, that just didn't need to be as long as it was. We could have got the same, you know, the same feeling about their entire crew, you know, with it being cut down to five minutes versus 20 minutes or 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah, that's the hell about 30 or something. Same thing with the with the after party. You know, it didn't need to be like 30 or 45 minutes, like however long it was. Like we would have got the same, you know, because when we get into act two, I'll even talk about it. I was like, man, I want to see more here because I'm confused a little bit. But like all that time with the wedding and all that probably like made it to where they either had to cut some things out or they didn't film certain parts over here. Man, yeah, I was for me, like in the whole movie. I was more into what was going on in Nam. Yeah. That was that I found that's what I remember the most actually. Act one was really zero action, you know, minus I mean the deer, like at the end. It was really just that I mean, I know act one's mostly like building up the story, but I felt like they could have built it up 
like way faster than what they did. And yeah, then we could have seen more in Vietnam because that's what I, just like you said, that's what I wanted to see more. I think what I think what they're really trying to hammer home in that first act was how normal they were. Yeah, and like the life that they lived and how it was prior to them going to this war. You know what I mean, yeah, and it's kind of like an everyday town, right? As small as yeah. everyday Nothing American small Everything's town. routine. It's kind of monotonous. Yeah, small town living. You know what I mean? They have a routine, even like when they go hunting, they go to the, to the tavern, they sing the songs, and they dance, and they, you know what I mean? These are, it's small. I had to sing a lot of songs. Yeah. I liked that a lot, actually. <laughs> I know Bobby was getting down. They saw the guy playing the piano, like, oh, he's not just a goofy motherfucker. He's got some skill. Yeah, he's got some talent, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> he's tickling the ivories, that motherfucker, huh? <laughs> But yeah, they were going wild. I mean, I wonder if that was the only deer that they caught the entire time because they didn't really, you know, say if they, they caught more than that or whatever. But yeah, Did you notice that, or was it just me? When they came back, the deer on the hood, right? Yeah. You saw how small it looked? Yeah. That was that probably a fake deer? <laughs> it was, I I know, so. Of course it was fake, but it was, come on, they could have scaled it a little bit than that. It was like as big as, as, big as a mean, dog. <laughs> yeah. Like a medium-sized dog weird. they had on there with antlers. <laughs> that was definitely not a buck, huh? No. <laughs> but yeah, they were hyped though. And uh, yeah, this who knows how often they're doing these deer hunting trips. Like I assume that this is more than a once a year like type thing. As serious as Robert De Niro, you know, was taking it, Mike was taking it. Yeah, and how much he got mad at him borrowing the shoes all the time. No, nah, motherfucker, not this time. I'm a bad <laughs> not taking my shoes, motherfucker. <laughs> Just give me the shoes. No, no, just what's, what's wrong with it, man? Why can't he use the shoes? The Michael, he he went crazy. I didn't understand. He was running down the street naked, taking off his clothes. I didn't get that. Yeah, that was crazy because he seemed like he always has his shit together, except for that scene. Uh, yeah, that made was he, was he on drugs that they missed? Is there something we were missing in that part? No, he was on drugs, I don't think. No, I know I'm being sarcastic. I'm just saying, like, why you know oh. what I mean? That was one of those things that it was on. I'm like, what the fuck is this doing? You know what I, mean? I don't know. I had to rewind it. Like, how the fuck did he end up naked? Yeah, it, that that part made like zero zero sense. Yeah, I know that's what I said. But he was kissing the bride, right? Yeah. And then I don't know what I'm doing. And then he get pissed off. He got weird or something. And they start running and they start chasing him. Yeah, chasing him in the car, Mike, and laughing. I mean, it's just so funny. He's just tripping all the way down this big ass hill. Yeah. I mean, maybe it takes out his excuse after. Oh no. It, I'm just crazy. I didn't just kiss you. <laughs> you know what I mean? That yeah, was uh, awesome. Pretty wild. Good acting. Good acting in Bobby right there, actually. Yeah, we see a lot of range from Robert De Niro. And just, I mean, just he's the glue that, that holds the movie together. He's the glue that holds their entire crew together. It seems like they'd be really lost without him. Anybody, yeah, he was definitely the leader for sure. Yeah. If anybody ever had an issue with anything in life, I feel like he's the one that they go ask about it. And it is hella funny too, because I'm pretty sure it would never work that way. Like they all get drafted and they're together. You know what I mean? That, yeah, that probably wouldn't happen. Yeah, but I was just, you know, I'm a nitpicking some bitch though. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 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 they put it, but they they had a buddy system. Like, I need to go with him. Mike needs to lead me. I don't know what I do without Mike. And that's pretty much going to lead us into Act 2. We kind of get no 
lead into it. It's just they're playing the piano. It's real happy. And they, real lucky. Boom. <laughs> the boom. We had napalm, man. Right into Vietnam. And for everyone listening in podcast form, make sure you go subscribe on YouTube to Silver Screen Breakdowns. And if you're watching us live on video, make sure you go subscribe to the podcast. Silver Screen Breakdowns on Apple, on Spotify. Leave us a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Yes. Please do. I'm Nelson Times. You can find me on YouTube. Got a channel on there. And uh, Instagram, Nelson Times underscore T-Y-N-E-S. Yep. Bogey. Yes. And I'm Bogey. Sky for you can follow me at the GMM Network on everything. And tune in next time for the second act of Silver Screen Breakdown. We'll be following the war with the deer hunter. Let's go. All out war. Here we go. This ain't a dream, we really lit this shit Don't intervene, y'all, we with this shit That's where the most high, we the most lit Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.